0: You're listening to the Weekend Warrior Show, presented by Cedar Sinai on ESPN LA 710 and the ESPN app. We can go the distance. We'll find out Welcome back to the Weekend Warrior we'll Show on ESPN LA. Uh, one, having so much fun. Glad you enjoyed the crack attack story. Joining me now is the one and only Lindy Huey, someone I've written two books with, someone who has really changed the world single-handedly by introducing the concept of water exercises to help prevent surgery and how to recover best if you've had surgery. Linda, thanks for coming on with me.
1: Oh, so happy to be here.
0: <laughs> All right, I want to play the audio of Jimmy Valvano in response to how to deal with rock bottom in your life certainly taking stress away requires us to be distracted both mentally and physically Phil Jackson did it mentally with Zen Buddhism with his players and the concept of cross training is the key you've got to stay fit it's how you deal with stress but talk about dealing with stress let's listen to Jimmy Valvano
1: we need your help I need your help we need money for research. It may not save my life. It may save my children's lives. It may save someone you love. And it's very important. And ESPN has been so kind to support me in this endeavor and allow me to announce tonight that with ESPN's support, which means what, their, 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 their money and their dollars, that they're helping me, we are starting the Jim, Jimmy V. Foundation for Cancer Research. And its its motto is, don't give up, don't ever give up. And that's what I'm going to try to do. Every minute that I have left, I will thank God for the day and the moment I have. And if you see me, smile and maybe give me a hug, because that's important to me too.
0: This man, with that speech, tells you how to deal with rock bottom. We're all going to get it in life, but the key is you don't give up. And you don't go root for another team. You just get tougher. You don't stop. You don't give up. And I think the motivation that he gave us in that one speech, Linda, teach us. Teach us about what the value, the importance is of fitness and how in the busy lives we have now, how do we keep it in our lives? Teach us.
1: Well, you know, I taught a class back in the 70s called Physical Strength for Personal Power. And I've always believed that that is the true essence of us finding our ability to function dynamically, is that if we don't maintain the the entity that we live in, our bodies, we can't function at high levels. And so the first thing that everyone should do, believe it or not, even though most people think of me as always being fit my whole life, I had one time in my life when I went to Europe right after college, and for three months, I traveled with girlfriends who didn't work out, and I got fat and, and lazy and Hated myself when I got back. I only gained 15 pounds, but that's a lot mm-hmm. when you're 5'3". I got back into San Jose State, started running track again, and I got back in shape. And I vowed never to get out of shape ever again. And so I have always been the motivator for any of my friends who do get out of shape. And I'm the one who says, okay, come on, we gotta get you back in shape. But the thing that anyone can do, wherever you are right now, think of what you like to do. Cause if you don't like to do it, You won't do it. You've got to start Mm -hmm. doing something that you like to do. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing. And you've got to start slowly so you don't get sore, you don't get hurt. If you ease into it slowly, you might start liking it more than getting hurt and saying, oh, I'm never doing that again. Mm The next thing is you've got to have a second thing you can do because if you can't go out and play basketball, if that's your favorite thing, because no guys are out there or, or volleyball because there's nobody there to play with, you've got to have an alternative activity that you can do that keeps you moving, and you've got to do something every day. Even if it's only 10, 20, 30 minutes, you've got to do something. My fallback is always if you do nothing else, stretch. Stretch and do some abs and some push-ups. You can always do that wherever you are. And if you find somebody you can work out with, that's going to keep you motivated, keep you rolling along. Mm -hmm. Make sure you go to places that are really beautiful that please your eye because that's going to keep you happy. I mean, if if you like the gym, people like to go to the gym because there's some eye candy there. That's one way of looking at it. But I like to go outdoors and make sure I'm in beautiful places to see things that really soothe my soul. Mm -hmm. And um, you do that, Doc. You go to Hawaii. You 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 go to Fiji. You go to places that are gorgeous that keep you rolling. Yep. Well...
0: Yesterday I was on with Mark Willard in the morning and then Max played a lot of what I said on his show because Mark Willard called me and said, all right, Eric Bledsoe now just hurt his knee for the Phoenix Suns having knee surgery. Here's another point guard, Westbrook, Chris Paul, Kobe, Derrick Rose, last season Ricky Rubio, Shumpert, yes, it is an epidemic right now in the sporting world. And we didn't even get into the NFL where there's almost 50 ACL tears this season alone. More, more than uh, double or almost double what it was two years ago. And the more superstars that I talked to from the past, from David Robinson to Chris Mullen, the one thing they'd always tell me is that guys are not cross-training enough. Well, you pretty you knew Wilt Chamberlain probably better than anybody else he really stayed away from injury for a big part of his career to be able to set all those records. Tell us what cross-training was like for Will Ch- for Will Chamberlain in the day. You were there well, for all found- of that.
1: Yeah, he, he, and he believed in it, and he spoke highly about always going out and doing something else in the off-season instead of just training... You know, and the off season was longer then than it is now, Mm -hmm. so that he had you know good three, four, or five months that he could go out and he could play beach volleyball, and he used beach volleyball to recover from his patellar tendon rupture that he had early in in his career with the Lakers, Mm. and he got back and he played in the championship game from getting in shape, running around in the sand. He loved playing beach volleyball and being out, not just being at the beach, which is a beautiful place to be, and being out there all day. And he loved to sweat. And you could sweat out in the sun like that, and it was just a good mm-hmm. thing for him. But he, after after volleyball, then he went to tennis, then mm-hmm. he went to paddle tennis. He always had another sport that was a way that he could. Oh, racquetball! I forgot. Rac- I taught him how to play racquetball in 1972. <laughs> he and it was another great. So
0: you're five foot three, and he's seven foot one, and you're playing racquetball.
1: Yeah, and I'll tell you one of the coolest stories about that was one time. I, one time, time you ran right
0: ball. through his legs to chase a ball. That's what happened.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just—it was just a too funny of a thing ahead of me. I said, I got to do this. I got a chance to do this, you know. <laughs> Unbelievable! And I hit a kill shot. <laughs> <laughs> good thing good. you
0: hit the correct ball, by the way.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh. <Ooh. laughs> Watch out now. That's exactly right. <laughs>
0: All right, what's the biggest mistake you see that people make uh, in an exercise routine that they to kind of change their life and pick themselves up? What's the biggest mistake that people should avoid?
1: Well, I, I was thinking of two right away, and then I just promptly forgot one. But I'll think of it while I tell you about the first one. Um, if someone decides they're going to go out and run, get some help. With coaching and running, because I'll tell you, when I'm out running, and I was a, I was a star sprinter at San Jose State a long time ago, Mm -hmm. but I, and then I coached track and field for years. Mm -hmm. I really know great running form. And when I see people that are running sloppy, and I can see an ankle injury happening when they're swinging their leg, their foot around at the bottom, when their Mm -hmm. foot's turned out, Mm -hmm. I see a knee injury happening. I I can see injuries in the making with bad form. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to run, Get good coaching so that the form is good. Hmm. And and second of all, oh, here's the second one. And I know that you believe in this, too, because we've talked about it, is don't think that a workout is going to make up for what you just ate. You have oh. to control your weight with the eating. The workout is something different. Don't think, okay, I just had a great workout. I can go eat anything I want right now. That's not going to get you there.
0: Wow. All right. Well, Linda, thanks so much for joining us. You're always inspiring. The books are called Heal Your Hips and Heal Your Knees. She really is the grandmaster of water exercise, which I believe is what you need to do as you gracefully get older to stay healthy. It's a real treat to have you on. Thanks so much for joining us, Linda.
1: Thanks. And now I'm going to go teach my water power workout class. All
0: right. We love it.